As classes resume this month, eight major American universities are kicking off the largest diabetes study the country has ever seen. Under a program sponsored by the National Institutes of Health, more than 40 middle schools will be divided into two groups. The 11-year-olds in the first group will be given healthier food in the school cafeteria and a more rigorous physical education program. There'll be no changes for the other group. Researchers are using all kinds of gifts and money to get the children to sign up for blood tests and other measurements of their progress. In a medical building with a sweeping view of downtown Portland, Dr. Lynn DeBar prepares herself for three years of intensive study. She says the nationwide scope of this investigation shows just how big a problem childhood diabetes has become in the United States. The rates of obesity have increased several fold. To the point where at least a third of the population were worried either have problems of overweight in this age range or are at risk for problems. Debar says that 20 years ago, type 2 diabetes was really only a problem for middle-aged people who'd enjoyed a lifetime of overeating and underexercising. That's not true anymore, she says, which is why things at dozens of schools around the country are going to start changing. Do you have a sixth grader? Yeah. Oh, great. Have you heard about our healthy study? Yes, we already filled、oh, it out. As parents arrive for the annual ice cream social at Portland's Reynolds Middle School, medical staff let them know that there will be more fiber and fruit in school lunches this year, along with less sugary drinks and fewer fatty snacks. The parents are then ushered into the main hall, where Melissa Durham of Oregon Health and Science University explains that in order to determine how much of a difference the change in diet and exercise makes, researchers need the height, weight, and waist circumference of their children. Because a blood sample is needed too, there are incentives. The child that participates also gets a $50 gift card for participating in the blood draw. And that's to Target. Each child that participates gets one on the day of the blood draw, and that is because it is a little scary to come in and do a blood draw, and they will be fasting from midnight the night before. The kids will be offered another $10 for being measured again next year in seventh grade, and if they stick with the program through the eighth grade, they get another $60. As a further incentive, kids who choose to take part get a chance to win a new bike. I was kind of wondering why they were going to pay. Parent Michael Thrash says he was skeptical before the presentation. What I really didn't understand was how were they going to know what was different, and now I understand this school gets a little better nutrition, a little more exercise. The other school just stays as they are and does the normal thing. You're worried they're going to make your kids sit and watch four hours of television and eat three bags of chips every night, right? Well, I was concerned about that. Yeah, we want good things. We don't want anything worse, you know. As sixth graders ruminated over the benefits of gift certificates versus less soda and chips, this reporter didn't notice any groundswell of opposition. Eleven-year-old Mackenzie Gunter summed up the general feeling. I think they're really good ideas because then we will grow healthier and like we'll be taller and we won't have any problems back then. Are those ideas something that your mom and dad talk to you about? They tell me to eat all my meat and green beans and everything. And you always do? Yeah. You sure?、Um, I don't know. They said I have to sit and until I eat them, or I don't get dessert. Mackenzie and most Americans already know that healthy food and plenty of exercise is good for you, whether you're tackling diabetes or the common cold. So, back in the office of Dr. Linda Barr, the question is: 
do we need another study? A lot of schools are making a lot of these important changes on their own, and we want to know if you put in an organized program that has all the pieces that are coordinated, so it's not just doing the PE programs, it's not just putting healthier things in the soda machine. It's not just teaching kids in health class about this, but you coordinate all those things together and figure out ways that you can take that message home and make sure the families are really aware of it. Is that another step that really makes a difference in the long-term health? The hope is that before Mackenzie and her friends graduate from high school, Dr. DeBar and her fellow researchers will be able to hand schools a complete nutrition and exercise curriculum. With such a program, the nation could begin to reverse the obesity epidemic and all its associated health problems. For Our World, I'm Christian Foden-Bensel in Portland, Oregon.